the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Courageous Christianity, a public nonprofit ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. The intersection of our faith and the world is a battlefield strewn with debris of a fallen world. It challenges even the hardiest souls. And yet, this intersection is the context of our faith. As courageous Christian warriors, we must navigate this difficult terrain in our personal walk and as we seek to bring Christ to those who are lost and struggling. As a colonel in the Marine Corps Reserves with numerous combat deployments, Richard Mendelo has walked dangerous ground in peacetime and in war. Join us for the next 30 minutes as he and his guests shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for courageous Christianity. And here's your host, Richard Mendelo. Friends, welcome and thank you for joining us on Courageous Christianity. I'm Richard Mendelo, and as always, I'm joined by Christy Stratton, my devoted wingman. Good morning, Richard, and everyone. Good morning. Friends, we are less than one month away from the presidential election, which will decide the future of our nation. October will lead us into a decisive moment in our history, and we must prepare ourselves, our families, and those over whom we have influence. Over the next few weeks on Courageous Christianity, we're going to talk about this pivotal time in the context of spiritual warfare. We will pray together, and we will strive to realize God's will for our nation. Before we begin today's conversation, I must remind you that as a colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, I have to preface my comments by saying that these are my personal views, and they do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. Please pray with us. Heavenly Father, As we seek your will in our personal lives and in the lives of our loved ones, may we also seek your will in the life of our nation. More than anything, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and may this nation be an instrument of that will. Lord, you have blessed this nation, but we are in trouble. We have turned away from you, and wherever we look, we are struggling. For too long we have been focused on the things of this world, on materialism, on celebrity, on politics, and on the many other deceptions of the enemy. Help us now, Father, to turn back to you. Help us to look to you in our homes, in our government buildings, in our schools, and in our businesses. Help us now to focus on you. Throughout this month, as in all months, help us to return to you daily in earnest prayer for our country and for our countrymen. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Friends, It is happening. God is working in our country. Two weeks ago, Franklin Graham led a prayer march in Washington, D.C., where thousands of faithful Americans prayed for our nation, joining the vice president in prayer at the Lincoln Memorial. 
At the same time, the president is appointing another conservative justice to the Supreme Court, adding to two conservative justices on the Supreme Court that he has appointed, and to the many other conservative judges he has appointed nationwide. We're on the eve of national restoration. We have an amazing opportunity to see decisive victory over darkness and lies, and the frantic behavior of the news media to present a different story is in fact a testimony to a fragmented and crumbling narrative. It is happening. The book of Luke, chapter 8, verse 17 says, For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. And that too is happening. Insurgent political policies are failing, and God's truth is being revealed. In the book of Proverbs, Scripture says, Every person should eat, drink, and enjoy the satisfaction of their toil. This is a gift from God. So what makes people think that you can give people money to do nothing and not damage them? These people who take advantage of those who are struggling to use our tax dollars to buy votes to ensure their enduring political careers are failing because they are fighting against God's word. This policy is a failure, and it's revealed daily on the streets of our country. The more you do for people, the less they do for themselves. And we see all around us that this is true. As the saying goes, an empty wagon squeaks the loudest. God is righteous, his toil, his work is a gift, and he will not allow it. And that is just one example of how when you deviate from his loving guidance, you will fail. Insurgent efforts to distract us with sports and celebrity are also failing. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It says that every way of man is right in his own eyes but the Lord ponders the hearts. Those who never had the courage or selflessness to support and defend this nation do not now get to attack this nation without paying a price. We are a nation under God. They have spoken what's in their heart, and faithful Americans don't like it. And as the NFL and Hollywood flounder, we see yet another of God's truths being revealed. So friends, now is not the time to relent. The truth is being made known. These concealed things are being brought out into the open. Now is not the time to rest. Don't buy the media propaganda which says conservative America and this nation under God is in jeopardy. It is only in jeopardy if we do not step forward in faith on a daily basis and do what we're supposed to do according to our responsibilities. So how does that look? We're going to talk about that. I'd like to put that question to Christy, because she doesn't know I'm going to put that question to her. But <laughs> Now I have a little hint. <laughs> genuinely, how does that look? Well, to I, you. I think if we, if we take a, a view of today and, and a recap of what you've just said, is I think first we need to go to God in prayer and say thank you and give our grateful heart for that, because... This message message is not out there on the streets. The, we see in the media that everything is failing and crumbling, but you're right. There is progress. And then the question I'd have is, what's next? And what do we do in helping this progress continue? 
And so with with that said is get really clear on who we are in Christ and what he calls us to do. Yeah, press the attack home. It's easy to get distracted by these little things. We were talking in the studio before the show, and I was thinking about something I once heard a commanding officer in the Marine Corps say. He said to his Marines, keep the main thing the main thing. Combat is very confusing. It's smoky. um, It's loud. And it's not like in the movies where you have a script that you can read and know that you're doing the right thing. You've got to figure it out in the moment. And you got to keep the main thing the main thing. So when we see politics, for example, acted out on TV, it's so gross. And it's upsetting. And it upsets us. And we feel like all is lost or this isn't Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill or there's no dignity here. What we have to remember is that as these truths are made known, as what is hidden, what is concealed is brought out into the open, we're just seeing the sausage making that's always been happening. It just used to happen with more dignity. And this is just indicative of the state of this society. Right. And you can't make an omelet without breaking eggs. And by the way, these truths can't come out into the open without a very messy process of the truth coming out into the open. I know that's a tautology. <laughs> Christy I like and I it. have this thing lately where she speaks in tautologies a lot. <laughs> Apparently I do. So a tautology, as we all know, most people think is very uninformative because it's a truth that's true by definition. So Christy likes to say, if you want to stop the madness, stop the madness, stop the madness. <laughs> well, that's a tautology. How is that helpful? But I'll tell you something. We have gotten so messy. We are living in a world that's so twisted up with lies that we now have to state the truth in plain and simple terms. For example, the Bible says, if you want peace, be peaceful, be peaceful. That's a tautology. The Bible is full of tautologies. So these truths that are coming out, I know it's upsetting. War is messy. I know it hurts to watch. And for those of us who love this nation to see this craziness taking place on our streets and in our government, it's very upsetting. It's indicative of the society that we've become. We don't like how it looks. It looks a lot like us. Like I said a couple weeks ago, we have met the enemy and he is us. And it begs the question, what can we do daily on an individual basis? such that our walk glorifies God and is a part of the solution for this nation. Make yeah, sense? it makes a lot of sense. And it comes back to, and maybe it's even, uh, maybe I'll end up You're with a tautology, tautology again, tautology. right? <laughs> maybe I will. But when we remove God from everything and everything is a strong word, it's not removed from everything. But when we remove God or rather look at it the other way, when we don't have God as the center of our lives, of our nation, which we are called to, then things are in fact messy and we've allowed it to get too messy. So it's incumbent upon us. You just said what we can do on a daily basis. It's incumbent upon us, one person, one step at a time to make the right choice for God. I mean, hello, your book, right? Makes might, (laughs) right? I mean, it does. Right. Makes might. Yeah. Just do the right things and it'll generate the the change that we want. 
Which brings us to something we've talked about a lot. Some of these military concepts, I realize they're confusing or hard or such a different perspective or paradigm that you got to look at them a couple times. So I've said to you before that we are involved in irregular warfare, which doesn't seek to take terrain and overthrow uh, another nation and take their land and their oil and all of that stuff. Irregular warfare seeks influence or legitimacy over a specific population. So we heard that it's about hearts and minds. That Remember, that was a term coined during the Vietnam War. Now, because there's no terrain associated with hearts and minds, there's no beachhead that we can take, there's no border that we can cross, the warfare, irregular warfare, is fought along lines of operation. Mm. These logical lines of effort, which are ways to pressure the enemy. So, as Christians in America, my contention is, Jesus told us the tactics that we should use on a daily basis, and now we organize ourselves by lines of operation to achieve our strategic objective, which is to restore a nation under God. What are those lines of operation? Faith and values. Mm, Yeah. We apply ourselves on a daily basis in our faith and values everywhere we go, and that starts to put pressure on the bad guys. What's interesting, though, and as you know, I do a lot of work around values, and, you know, I'd say to the listeners, do you know your values? And what I've found in the work that I've done over the last many years is a lot of people don't know their values. And so I'm, you know, call out to the listeners, do you know what you stand for? Do you know your values? If the question I have is, if you don't know your values, if you're not living by your values, whose values are you living on? And that is the seminal point, because if we align ourselves with what God says is valuable and walk that out on a daily basis, then we will be applying pressure everywhere. And it's just about stating who you are and being that and putting people to a decision. And if I say to you, hey, do you want to say grace with me? because we're sitting in a restaurant together and you say, no, thanks. I'm going to go ahead and say grace. And then next week, if I ask you out to lunch and you don't like saying grace, you probably won't want to go to lunch with me. And that's totally cool with me. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know where I stand. I know where you stand. Life just got more simple because my friends and my, uh, not friends, you know, enemies, Jesus said enemies. He said, love your enemies. Um, So that's faith and values. Here's another uh, line of operation. Family. We focus on our families. Mm. We focus on biblical marriage. Husbands, love your wives. Why? Because our wives need love and security. What do men need? Men need honor. So what does the Bible say? Wives, respect your husbands. Absolutely. It doesn't say love your husbands. It says respect your husbands because God knows that's what men need. That's family, a man and a woman together in marriage. Love your wife, respect your husband, raising good kids in faith to know God. One day they're going to grow up. They'll be on their own. You won't be with them. And all they'll have is their relationship with God. And those values you taught them. And those values. Another line of operation, a place where we can apply pressure to the enemy is through politics, voting, how we vote, what we talk about. Critical. Critical. It's not about saying 
pithy things on Facebook. By the way, pithy is a hard word to say on the radio. <laughs> it's not about saying pithy things on Facebook. It's about walking out your values in your politics, how you vote, and not getting distracted by all of this nasty mudslinging, but keeping the main thing the main thing. Here's another one, another line of operation, rule of law. Rule of law is a is an incredible way to apply pressure to the enemy because this is a nation under God. Our Constitution is inspired by the Bible, and so we need justices and judges who don't try and institute their own uh, politics into what should be the judicial system. They simply uphold the Constitution. Another uh, line of operation is economics. Where do you spend your money? Right. What do you support? What do you not support? Hey, if these guys want to kneel during the national anthem, I don't support that. I won't support it with my money, with my time. I don't have TV in my house anymore just because it's become such buffoonery. And then the other piece is information operations. Walking a good walk, speaking about your faith, not in an ugly way, but in in a simple way. And so as we approach people... We must be resolved. We must act and speak as Jesus would have us act and speak because you cannot obtain something holy in an unholy way. We cannot allow our resolve to be ugly or argumentative or discouraging or disparaging. We must remember that as Christians, we seek to set the table so that people can dine with God. And Jesus and the Holy Spirit will have their way in their hearts. A friend of mine recently said that we don't convert anybody. We simply set the table, and we cannot do this without love and compassion in our hearts. Good people are struggling, and because they've been lied to, we need to speak truth. We must speak God's truth in love, but do so in a manner befitting our Lord and Savior. We don't have to candy coat it, but neither should we beat people over the head with it. And that is the truth. And that brings us to the moment of truth. In every show, we have a moment of truth where we look at Scripture, which informs our discussion, and we do this to remind ourselves that God's Word is our first refuge, that it is always relevant, that it never fails. Our faith and values are foundational to everything we do. Today, our moment of truth comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 23. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Friends, though we must be resolved to act our faith courageously and without apology, we must do so with the right heart. To ensure that we have the right heart, we must slow down, take time to read our Bibles, take time to pray, and take time to worship in church in fellowship with other believers. Let's fill America's churches over the next few weeks. If masks are good enough for business and rioting and looting, they're good enough for church. The power of Christ is available to us by our submission to him, and when we align ourselves with his will, And all the good that we can do comes from this. Our quote of the day is from a passage we talked to a while ago. Uh, Actually comes from the Bible, chapter uh, the book of Acts, chapter 5, verses 38 and 39. The rabbi Gamaliel was speaking to the Sanhedrin about the early Christian movement. And he said, if it is of human origin, it will fail. If it is from God, you will not be able to stop them. You will only find yourselves fighting against God. Friends, this nation is from God, and the insurgents who seek to overthrow it are fighting against God. And yet God warns throughout the Bible that he will give people the desires of their hearts. So if their desires are for evil, they will experience evil for eternity. 
And if our desires are for good, then he will grant us those desires as well. But we must make our desires known in the choices that we make on a daily basis. If we choose God in all things, pursuing him diligently, then we will find him and he will grant our desires. We are his warriors and our time on earth is a struggle. But if we show him the desires of our hearts are for good, then we shall not be defeated. So friends, as we wrap up, let me remind you about lines of operation. We've said that in spiritual war, there is no positional reference. There's no geography. There are no physical structures that we can achieve to further our cause. So we apply pressure through these lines of operation. Those who wish to overthrow this nation do the same thing when they bombard us in every area of our lives, from sports to entertainment to the news to corporations which pander to special interests and politicians who succumb to lobbyists. These insurgents take every opportunity to advance their failing agenda through lines of operation. In the world they promote, we are not happier, we're not more prosperous, we're not living full or healthy lives. Though they pressure us in economics, the justice system, politics, and information operations, we cannot be ignorant as to their ultimate goal, which is the overthrow of this nation under God. Nor can we be ignorant about their methods. This type of warfare has no terrain. It only has these areas of influence, known as lines of operation. And this is how we contend with them. We put pressure on them according to our strategy in every area at the same time. As we seek to return this nation to God on a foundation of faith and values, we must pressure the insurgents by nurturing strong marriages, raising capable children in the truth of God, electing God-fearing politicians to represent us, electing conservative justices and judges and pressuring the court system to uphold the Constitution, influencing business with our money and speaking the truth of God without apology in every area of our lives, in love and the true brotherhood of faith. Although we do this day in and day out, we're on the eve of a unique opportunity and we cannot relent. We must seize this time. 70% of the United States are Christians. We must vote as Christians. Faith comes before politics, and we've said before, politics is downstream of culture, and culture in this nation is downstream of the devil's manipulations. What am I driving at? We must vote. We must educate ourselves, we must register, and we must appear in person to cast our ballot for a nation under God. Avoid divisive conversations. It's better to walk away. Don't be pressured by family. Jesus said, my mother and brothers are all those who hear God's word and obey it. Don't be pressured by friends or co-workers. Political correctness is politically correct for those who seek to destroy this nation and no one else. Do not be quarrelsome, but neither does their right to be them supersede your right to be you. Stand firm in your faith in God's truth and in the certain knowledge that his ways are above all other ways and his will will be done. A nation under God is not just a nation whose constitution is conceived in God's values, but it is a nation whose citizens act according to his will. And that is Courageous Christianity. Friends, Courageous Christianity is a public ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. Your support is what keeps us on the air and sustains our ongoing efforts. Should you want to contribute to this ministry, you may do so by texting the amount you'd like to donate to 281-800-4940. That's 281-800-4940. 
For a donation of $25 or more, we will send you a signed copy of my book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. Again, that's text to give $25 or more to 281-800-4940, and you'll receive a signed copy of my book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. We are grateful for your listenership and for your support. And if you want to catch previous episodes of Courageous Christianity, you can listen to them at kkhd.com under the Programs tab by selecting Podcasts and looking for Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelow. And that's me. Should you want to reach us, we can be contacted at CourageousChristianity at gmail.com or 281-656-1833. Friends, this is a critical time in our nation's history. It absolutely is. And we have the opportunity together to stand firm in our faith, to not be distracted, and to vote according to our hearts, our faith, and the opportunity that we have in Christ. Thank you for joining Christy and me today. We're honored to walk with you in Christ. God bless and semper fi.